My name is Rich Baker, and this is Living the Dream. I interview the rare few who make their living in the world of entertainment. Big thank you to Phil Ranta and the Comedy Podcast Network. Artwork by Tom Burns. Original music by Diana Lawrence. You can send me an email, livingthedreampodcast at gmail.com, or visit the Facebook page, facebook.com slash livingdreampodcast. This is episode number 18. I speak with professional actor, dancer, singer, DeWitt Cooper. Living the Dream. My name is Rich, and I have with me DeWitt Cooper. Thank you for coming on the show. My pleasure. Uh, so you are a professional singer, professional actor. You uh, quite impressive, if I may say so, from seeing what you do. You currently work on the Pride of America. Um, so let's take me back. How long have you been doing this whole gig we call entertainment? Wow, how far back <laughs> do we need to go? When was when was the first time you did like a paying gig? Oh, okay. The first time I did a paying gig, I was in tenth grade. Okay, wow. Um, it was actually an ABC movie, like a family movie. You were in a movie. All right, yeah. good for you. It was it was cool. It was cute. Was it a big um, part? It was just sort of a featured extra kind of thing. Couple of lines, a couple of lines here and there. Then that was about it. All right, you know. But yeah, it was cool. You know, people like um, I don't know, not very well known people. I guess now, like the guy who played uh, Jason Weaver, who played uh, Michael Jackson in the Michael Jackson story movie. Oh yeah, I remember that, that was like a made for TV movie, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was like the star of that movie. Okay. Yeah, so right. it's, it's, it was fun. That's fun. Yeah. Um, so you were in tenth grade. Um, did you like? Was that kind of the turning point that where you said I got to do this for a living? Actually, no. Um, there was a show we did in high school called Once on This Island. Once on This Island. Okay. Yeah, and that was kind of the moment I said I think I might be doing this for a while. And what, well, like, what was the what was going through your brain that made you think that? I don't know. I just, it's one of those things you kind of get a feeling, like you get this sensation. Like I don't know, you know, it's kind of. Did you creepy, like? Did you just <laughs> love the part that you were doing? I love what I was doing. I love the cast I was working with. I love the director, and the show was just, just beautiful. It was a beautiful. It's a beautifully written sh- show, and um, I had such a great time doing it. And. I was like, I gotta keep doing this. I gotta see what this is really about. Was it a musical or a play? It was a musical. Okay, so you were singing and acting. Yeah. Uh, what was your first love? Was it singing or acting? Uh, singing. Okay. Definitely singing. All right. So you you do this play in high school, and what? How old were you then? Senior. I think junior? I was about the oldest one in high school. So. Um, I think it was about uh, maybe 15, 16. Okay, so this wasn't too that. long after you did the movie. Right. Uh, was that like super impressive to all your other high school friends of like this I'm in a play with this guy and he's been in a movie <laughs> no I don't think they they were all like some of them were like you know they were like oh this is really cool he was, he just did this and he just did that and others were like oh well no big yeah, deal we don't, we don't care we don't care <laughs> yeah. so you know it was alright it was whatever that's fun um so, did you kind of start tailoring your life towards becoming a performer at that point? I did. It was kind of tough because I didn't really have parents who supported me doing the arts. Okay. You know, which is, I don't think is a... What, do they want you to be a brain surgeon? My dad was a fireman. He wanted me to be a fireman. Okay. And my mom's a school teacher, and she was like, oh, maybe you could be a school teacher. Well, you know, but, isn't that funny that the things that they wanted you to do have to happen to be the same things they wanted? Yeah, exactly. They were interesting. More, they were more concerned about finances and... 
you know. I feel like that's pretty typical of yeah. like an artist or a singer's parents of like, oh, what are you really gonna do? Yeah, they want the four hundred one k and the retirement plan. But despite that, you're doing it now. So obviously, yeah. you made some choices to. I'm doing it now, and I still have the four hundred one k, and I still, oh, <laughs> you know, you're beating me, my <laughs> friend. Uh, well done. Okay, so like, did you start looking at colleges for acting, or what did you do as a high school student? Um, I didn't right away. I just. Uh, I was at a performing arts high school, so oh, great. it gave me an opportunity to kind of explore some different things. Like sure. I got involved in dancing. And Are you a dancer, too? I am a dancer okay. as well. I got my um, Master's of Fine Arts in Dance at Case Western, actually. Wow. Yeah. All right. So, you know, it's a thing. Yeah? You know, I enjoy it, you know, and then I the school provided so many different avenues to explore different opportunities with music and dancing, acting, musical theater. And so I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. But I didn't, wasn't really interested in college at the time. Sure. Because I just was, wanted to, like, do I it. I just wanted to do it. And then on top of that, I was like, where am I going to get the money to go to college? And I just... Well, fair. <laughs> you know, I, I don't... You did not all that TV right. movie money? No. Nah, I didn't? I wouldn't know? It was far from my mind, <laughs> man. So far from my mind. But it wasn't until... I guess the next couple of years I kept playing around with it and I was like man I really want to you know really study this thing and see where it goes but luckily I ended up with a full scholarship to Florida State oh you went to Florida State oh Florida great State. yeah and they have um, I, I don't know anything about them except they have a, a, a ridiculous film program were you able to do like a lot of student films while you were there I was not able to do any student films while really? I was there really yeah. I, I heard that they shoot a lot there they do shoot a lot there but okay. anytime they have something going on Oh, can you hang on sure. one second? All right. So the anchor is going to make a little bit of noise on the recording, but we'll just power through it because who knows how long it's going to go. So you were saying at Florida State, mm-hmm. uh, you didn't get to be in any films. No films because I was in the musical theater program. And uh, the music theater program was extremely busy. You oh, I see. You just didn't have time. No, no time at all. Like eight to like five classes. Like academic classes during the day uh-huh. and then I have an hour break yeah and then 7 to 11 rehearsals at night for shows that were my god like, like that was this pretty much the schedule until I graduated wow yeah so uh, no, no fraternity life no none of that stuff was possible no social life <laughs> hardly any exactly. I mean it, they barely give you time to sleep I but, know. Uh, <laughs> well I mean obviously I guess it worked out for you pretty well like yeah. so their musical intensive program must be pretty it's pretty amazing uh, the, the alumni that's out there is unreal. I have, half of them I haven't even met. A lot of them I know through parties and things yeah. like that. And Do they have some like really famous alumni you can drop names for? Uh, Davis Gaines. Davis Gaines. Um, Davis Gaines was the longest running Phantom on Phantom of the Opera. Oh, wow. Okay, um, sure. Montego Glover uh, right now is the leading lady in Memphis. She originated the role oh, wow. in Memphis and was nominated for a Tony. Wow. Um, let me think. Um, I don't know. There have been a lot of tours, a lot of oh yeah, a lot of shows, a lot of revivals. and coming in, you know, and and you of course because oh, well. you're 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 their alum. They can be proud of you too. Yeah, I, I think so. <laughs> All right, so you go, so you get out of you get out of high school, you go to college, you major in musical theater. Yes. Um, were any obviously you didn't have time during the semesters if that was your schedule, but like in the summers, were you picking up professional work? Uh, actually, I was working on my own project. I spent the um, summer working on some, a lot of my own projects. Uh, what kind of, what do you mean? Well, I started way back when, start, I had this urge to want to do a dance company. 
Okay. So All I right. was like, okay, let me see what I can do with this. So I went over to one of the neighboring schools, Florida and Florida A and M University. Yeah, yeah. Which is a, a predominantly African American institution. Okay. And I went into their theater department, and they were looking for a choreographer. Uh-huh. Or, so I did that for a few years, and while I was there, I started a small group just to kind of get my feet wet with trying to run a company, and I call it Restoration Dance Theater. And it was just a small group. We would perform around town. We'd go out of town. We even went over to the Bahamas and did a couple of things. All right. And I was like, okay, this might be something I might be interested in. So I kind of pursued it for a little bit. The organization itself is still a part of, you know, student organ- organizations at FAMU. Okay. But now I've started something in Jacksonville that's actually a professional company for professional dancers called Cooper Morgan Dance Theater. Wow. When we're in our sixth season, and that's coming up this summer in Jacksonville, Florida. Nice. And uh, we do a three-week summer intensive for students in Jacksonville, and they do their own showcase. And then we do a one-week intensive in Tallahassee, and they do their own showcase, and we do our concerts. And we started the uh, Cooper Morgan Honors, where we honor people who have made an impact in the community um, with the arts. Wow. Um, Whether it's financial, whether it's education, or, you know, people who are big promoters of the arts in town you know we try to find a way to recognize them and so we did that with the Cooper Morgan Honors. This year we're now implementing a choreographer's competition. Wow. So it's like a whole bunch of... My this. god dude you you started something. Yeah it's, it's, it's rolling along pretty good. That's and great. It's tough kind of doing it away from home well, again, I assume that the Morgan aspect of Cooper Morgan is, is working on that? He is not in Jacksonville either. Oh, all right. He well. actually works in, uh, he dances professionally for a dance company during the winter and uh, fall seasons in uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Ah. Uh, the Ballethnic Dance Company, that's where he is right now. So we do a lot of our, like, paperwork type stuff. I know, see, yeah. During, during this time, you know, making sure this is in place or that is in place, making sure... Um, you know, posters are done, flyers are done, emails are going out about upcoming events, and we started a, a winter uh, workshop intensive, which is like two days at a studio in Jacksonville, which one of our dancers there who's going to go and teach that on December 10th in Jacksonville. Wow. Yeah. A lot of stuff. All right. So, uh, let's go back for a second. So yeah. you're, in, you're in college, and you start working with this dance uh, troupe, and you're still doing musical theater. Uh when you graduated college, did you just say, "All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna audition for everything under the sun"? Yeah, I went out. I went up to New York for a few months um, and just got my feet in the water and started auditioning for things. And um, it was interesting at first. I think I'll say it like this: I think I was the most prepared out of everybody in my class. Okay, I graduated from Florida State only because, believe it or not, I was the only person out of the six of us who never got a role the whole time I was in college in any main stage show. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. So you did all that work, 8 to 5, 7 to 11, and never you, got a and main you never got a role. You know, they featured me here and there in, with a song here and there, that kind of thing. Uh-huh. But when it came to like a full role, I never, I never got it. I was the first African-American male. You know, to their credit, I was the first African-American male in the program in 1997. And the uh, really? Yeah. 97? Yeah, and Montego Glover, who's the star in Memphis, she was the first African-American, period. Oh. So, it's the, the two of us were the first two. Wow. But they literally... Seems I, like 97's a little late for that. You think? I'd but, you know, it's cool. I, I literally, they were very very honest up front with me. Um, and, 
I had a, one of the directors said to me, well, we just don't know how to place you yet. We don't understand do. your kind of people. Uh, <laughs> that we don't, we don't get it. Do you do the hip hop? Or, uh, that's hilarious. Yeah, but you know, I, I made my way through. It was tough. I'm not going to lie. It was a tough thing to get through. And, um, and of course, I was a little disappointed. I never got the opportunity. But what I learned was that when I got to New York, it wasn't about getting the roles. It was about auditioning. You okay. Know, that whole process, you know, that, that was my job. And it was just audition, 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 audition until you get the call back. Yeah. And then the next part happens, you know what I mean? But I, I, I think I can say that some of the students who got the roles all the time while we were in college didn't expect doors to close as quick as they did when they got to. I gotcha. So because you were used to not getting roles, it didn't, was, didn't bother yeah, you as much. It didn't much. bother me at all. That's hilarious. Yeah. So how long were you in New York before you got some? Uh, I was in, before I got my first call back, I think it was in like two months. Two months you get a call back. Get a call back, and then it was from um, The Lion King. Oh, nice. So and I went in for The Lion King and um, uh, met with a couple people, and, you know, it was like a big cow call at first, but then, you know, they narrowed it down to and then you go back and then a couple months later they'll call you back when they're doing like a call back and that's been going on now for like the last like five years wait you're still in talks about doing the Lion King that you auditioned yes. for five years ago I don't even understand that I don't either okay I, I can't even like put my hand on it like every time I go back for a call back it's like me and three or four other people and so basically they have your name on the short list and they're like well let's bring him in again because yes. certainly we haven't seen him enough right I'm like okay whatever whatever so I just go you should just the next time you go you should juggle <laughs> just juggle I want to do something different yeah. yeah you've seen you've seen me act you've seen me sing I'm, just, I'm gonna throw some uh, balls in the air figure it out <laughs> uh, what was your first role that you wound up getting in New York um I never got a well actually I did um there was a show, um, it was just like a little variety show that I got cast in. Okay. Where people, agents came and they were like, hey, we think you, we've seen you at this or... Like a showcase. Yeah, let's go on the back and might you have a spot in this. And it was just at the New York Producers Club. It was a nice little gig. And, nice. Uh, and Disney saw me there and Bender saw me there and, um... And what Chelsea, was, is Bender name of um, a talent agency? Yes. Okay. Yes. Bender casting. Great. Sorry. And um, Telsey was there. and um, It was an interesting night. And because of that with Telsey, you know, later on down the line, I get a call saying, hey, we want to see you for In the Heights. Uh, would you like to come in? And I was like, yeah. For want to see you for a night? In the Heights. In the Heights. In the Sorry. Heights. Yeah. That's yeah. the name of the show. Yeah. The same and that you did. That I did, yeah. So I got cast in the first national tour of In the Heights. Oh. Wow, that's huge. Yeah. Right? Did that for um, 19 months. That's a, okay, great. Yeah, and um, that toured literally around, we went to 42 different cities. Uh-huh. And went to Japan and went to Puerto Rico. And, wow. Yeah, so it was quite the And is that a musical or a play? That is a musical. Great. That um, opened in, what is it now, 11, 2000. Seven. Okay, that's when it opened on Broadway. 2007. And when did you leave them? Uh, 2008. Okay, so Probably it opens... Is that typical? I don't know much about Broadway. So if a show opens, does it uh, does the tour pretty much go within a year or so? Um, sometimes longer. And actually, I think it opened a little sooner than 2007. 
Fair enough. This anchor is driving me insane. Oh, and there and it, it just stopped. But every everything that we've just talked about, it's going to sound so much more dramatic with that anchor in the background. <laughs> and then I went to New York. <laughs> um, so you toured with that for 19 months. Was that, uh, were you like a principal performer? Or? I was in an ensemble, a dancer, singer, dancer in the ensemble. Okay. But I covered um, one of the main guys. As an understudy. As an understudy. Nice. And I went on a lot. Oh, great. Which, which was great. Why, was he sickly? <laughs> well, no, like, the first time I went on, we were in Denver. Unfortunately, his brother had passed away. Oh. So... Now I feel like an idiot. Uh, no, no. <laughs> but he's a really cool, you know, Rogelio Douglas is an amazing singer, an amazing dancer and actor. And, you know, he's really cool about opening up opportunity for people to get in and be seen. And Nice. You know, it was it was quite the experience. And I, I probably one of, my, one of the best cast I think I've worked with. Wow. Quite some time. Was this and the anchor starts back up? Good. Uh, was this um, a? Did you get your equity card from this? Or did you... no, I actually got my equity card at Disney. Oh, okay. I worked at Disney for a year doing um, uh, Finding Nemo the musical. And oh, and what did you play in Finding Nemo? I played the blowfish. Blow the blowfish. Blowfish. Yeah. Did he have a big part in the movie? I'm not He's in the tank. He's like the Oh guy yeah, guy. the guy the, the funny guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you played like a goofy character. Yeah, a little bit. A little well goofy. played, sir. Yeah. Alright. Yeah. Uh did he have a song in the musical? Um they had one group song and he had some lines in the song, but yeah. no one no one in that had like a solo. Like you know, Now when you say you did this for Disney, was that like at Disney? At park? Disney's Animal Kingdom. The interesting thing is, is that it's been in talks about. Apparently, your rumor is there's a two-hour version of it. Okay. And it was supposed to go to Broadway before Little Mermaid went to Broadway. Uh huh. But for some reason, the backing for that dropped out, and support for Little Mermaid took over, which we all know it didn't do so well. And now the talks is we should have sent Finding Nemo. Finding yeah. Nemo. I I don't know how true that is, but that's so. If Finding Nemo gets mad, if I hear that's going to go on Broadway, you know, um, it, you you could be up for that. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> or you know, five years later, they could be like, "Well, we'll call him back in one more time." <laughs> uh, you know, just like the light, just like the light. <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, so I I missed something here. So you got out of college, you went to New York, mm-hmm. and then somehow went to. Disney for a while. I went uh, back to after I left New York. After those, I had the, did like three months of auditioning. Oh, so that wasn't that very long. No, okay. it wasn't just just to go, just to get my face out there real quick. Yeah, I actually went back to Jacksonville and took a full time position as a teacher in in performing arts middle school. Oh, okay. And I did that for a while, and I actually really loved it. Teaching middle schoolers, yeah, how to be actors. I, All right, I really, really loved it, and I was actually in their dance department where I taught kinesiology and dance. Uh huh. So I took a college course. What I did was kind of pull it down. My God, this anchor's destroying me. Sorry <laughs> that it's ruining your otherwise wonderful interview. No, it's okay. Tell me again. Uh, you know, I, so kinesiology. Yeah, and I took the subject and I kind of stripped it down for for these middle school students and we were learning about muscles and the bones and the legs and the hips and how they work and why they're important when you're dancing and when you do a plie what does it do that kind of thing wow and you know and I they, should take this class and they had a huge like project done and then of course I had some parents that were like this is way too much for my child and I'm like no it's not yeah, you know, right? We back and forth, like, through the whole year, and then at the end of the year, they pull on this big binded document of all of their notes, 
all of their quizzes, all wow. of their thoughts about the classes, all of their journals, because they journaled every day about what they felt, how the day went, how this class affected their day, blah, 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 blah. And they uh, went, and then final nine weeks project was to take everything they did the first three nine weeks, put it into this binded, organized journal, uh, and turn it in as a grade. That's all they had to do the whole nine weeks. Wow. And they did it. These are sixth, seventh, and eighth graders, and they did it. That's great. Like, I wish I had a teacher that had done, I don't know, <coughs> anything half that great when I was in middle school, or even <laughs> high school, for that matter. It was a challenge, but it was fun. So how long did you do that gig? I did that for a year. And then I went to Disney. Okay. And while I was at Disney, I had the opportunity to work with Steve Harvey. Which was, oh, the comedian. Yeah. Sure. Which was amazing. He does this thing called the Dreamers Academy, where he brings in 100 kids from around the country. They write essays. It has a panel that chooses like 100 kids. And these are kids who you would think do well in school, blah, blah, blah. He's like, no, I want the opposite end of the spectrum. So he brings these kids in that have all maybe drug problems or maybe behavior problems or running away from home or he brings these kids to Disney and they go through all the parks they do all these workshops with people like Audrey McDonald and Sherry Shepard and all these famous people he bring in and they teach these workshops to these kids it's quite amazing I was the host for that entire week Wow, it was amazing how did Disney come about? Was it uh, like were you teaching and just said I'm gonna, I'm done with teaching? I'm going to go to Disney or no? I, I I actually was working for my very first dance teacher, uh-huh. and she's like, you know, you just finished school. And I know you want to do the education thing first, but now you have this. I think you need to go. <laughs> so she was like, I would love to keep you here, but I really think you want to be performing. I said, Yeah, I do. And she was like, Well, go audition, go do something. She said, We'll be here. And yeah. what the great thing about it is that since I've left, anytime I have a huge break, she's always like, hey, the door's open, come back, teach. There you go. For a couple months, make some money, and we'll send you back out. It's, so it's That's always a nice gig. Yeah. It's always nice to go home and know that something's going to be there, you know. Yeah. And they always find a way, even with the budget cuts going on, they always find a way to make it happen. Was Disney the same thing as New York? You just you just auditioned yeah. and then... I didn't wasn't expecting anything. Sure. It's like, hey, I'm going to go in and show my face, sing my song, get in, get out. Right. And literally in two weeks, I got a call. Said, hey, we're recasting for a Finding Nemo musical. Are you interested in the contract? Yes, I am. <laughs> right. I'm not dumb. Uh, that's that's great. And so you did that for what about a year? You said just a year. Uh-huh. And then in the Heights came along. And they just called you, right? Yeah. Like from so, your audition hey, from a long time ago. Come on, come on in. And they were happened to be in Miami at the time. Oh, perfect. Doing a call. And they were like, come in. Did my song. Now, what was it like home. being on a national tour? Like, were you in a city for like a week or a week, two weeks, sometimes three weeks to a month? Yeah, yeah. It was good to um, most of our stuff was a week, but then we get to cities where we were there like two weeks, and then it started to progress to like a month. Nice. So we were in L.A. for a month. We were in San Francisco for a month. We did Orange County for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, we did Philly for a week, which was great. Uh, I'm just naming all my favorite cities we went to. That's cool. Uh, well, what's life like on the road with, like, I'm assuming you're at least traveling with 20, 30 people. Oh, yeah. We're, well, the cast, we always flew separately the technical crew and instrumental people always went ahead of us uh, like hours ahead of us all on the same day yeah um, but it was a lot of fun like we there would be huge delays 
in our flight plans for some reason. Um, and we'd, we'd be in the airport, and we'd get so bored, we'd literally go to, like, uh, uh, Chili's or whatever's in the airport, Applebee's, or whatever, and do shots. <laughs> shots for every hour that, <laughs> that it was delayed. <laughs> well, I'm bored. I might as well might drink. Might as well go do drinking. And this is, could be literally at 8, 9 in the morning. Hey, nothing wrong with that. You know, just tossing back tequila shots yeah. and things of that nature. It was a lot of fun. And this happened the entire 19 months. And when you... So, like, like you're in a city for a week. Are you staying in a, a hotel? Or yeah, I'm okay. staying in a hotel. With but, all the other actors? and Yeah, sometimes there are other shows in town, you know. Does that get kind of crazy? It gets kind of crazy, but it's a lot of fun. Everybody gets together. We have huge parties. Yeah. We did that in... Um, Detroit, actually. Yeah. The cast of uh, Sesame Street Live was there the same week we were there. Oh, no kidding. Oh, my God. <laughs> we took over the, the cast hotel. of Sesame Street Live was crazy. <laughs> we took over the hotel. It was I great. I love it. I love it. I mean, I know that Sesame Street actors are just normal actors, but it's just funny that they're, they're like <laughs> the most kid-friendly musical yes. thing ever, and that's hilarious. Uh so is that the only touring experience that you had? Did you go on tour with any other? Uh, I went on tour with um, this uh, Florida Dance Association. Oh, nice! On tour, they did the whole kind of regional thing, which was a lot of fun. Was that uh, in flying as well, or was that like no? That was vanished? a bus. That was that was definitely a bus. So you've seen kind of both both sides of touring. Yeah, got the good side and the kind of cranky side, which is the bus area, you know. Yeah. So you've done. <laughs> You've done multiple tours. Mm-hmm. You've done. Uh, now you're at sea doing a show. Yeah. You've done uh, obviously a musical for a year at Disney. Mm-hmm. You've done. If you, I mean, I'm sure they're all great for different reasons and all have their drawbacks for different reasons. But like at this point in your life, mm-hmm. if someone said we can either give you a tour, uh, a cruise ship, or a, a musical that's in one city for a year, like. What do you think you I want? I took the musical in one city for a year. You want to be grounded for a while? I, I, it's it's wonderful to cruise or tour and see other places that I might not go if I didn't have a tour. Yeah. But it, at this point, when I'm 34 <laughs> years old, I'm like, I just kind of want to sit still and <clears throat> be someone and feel like I have a normal job. Yeah. To go do a show, pretend to be somebody else for a couple hours and go home. There you go. Go back to my bed, and turn on the TV, the, yeah. sit in the bed, eat popcorn. Or, I don't know. You know, do something. Live the dream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. That's uh, hilarious. So is home Jacksonville? Is home that where is, you go when you're not working? Absolutely. Okay. I love Jacksonville. That's home. And some people, you know, that, okay, for instance, like they had the Super Bowl there one year. Yeah. And, sure. you know, and there were some people there who were like, why is this in this city? It's so small. And actually, people don't know that Jacksonville is like the third largest city landmass in the world. Oh, okay. And it's just really spread out. Okay. Yeah. You know, but I enjoy home. There's a beach there. There's a nice downtown. There's nice shopping. You know, it's home. And, and it's nice to go home and have good home-cooked meals. And Yeah, sure. You know, I've I, never been to Jacksonville, but now I want to go. You I made it sound enticing. I don't want to be too far away from that. You know, you just got to know where to go, what to do. It's just one of those kind of cities. Do you... Does, is it at all binding to be in Jacksonville when you want... As an actor, singer? Yeah. They're the only equity um, theater uh-huh. in Jacksonville. It's a dinner theater called the Alhambra. 
Okay. And the Alhambra is like the oldest dinner theater in the country, but it's in Jacksonville. But, you yeah. know. Have you not, worked there? I have worked there. I did oh, Jesus right. Christ Superstar there. Nice. Um, and that's where I started my points for my equity card, actually. Oh, cool. Yeah, so it was really cool. So when you want to get a gig, do you just you just know that well I gotta fly somewhere or yeah I either gotta fly somewhere or drive somewhere or make a call say hey anything with Alhambra coming up am I right for it you know it's nice to kind of know the director or people who own the place yeah you know because if you're right for something they'll call you they'll definitely call you and keep you in mind which is good so okay let's see you've done the. The 19 months of touring, mm-hmm. and this was after Disney. Yep. So, uh, w- what age are you when you're about done with that tour? When was that? When I finished in Heights. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was just this year, April 3rd. The, okay, that was just this year. So, this year. then how did you get into the cruise ship life? Uh, came home from in the Heights, uh-huh. stayed home for a week, then I was like, I'm going to try to go pick up some, maybe some sub uh, work at Disney. Okay. I got a couple, you know, days at Disney that following week. Uh, doing just, like, just random parts and things? Do, well, doing the role that I did previously. Oh, uh, doing the role in Final yeah. Nemo. And um, somebody said, hey, there are auditions for um, Norwegian. We were sitting around the table. Norwegian Cruise Line today. I was like, really? I was like, oh. I was like, well, what time? They were like, one o'clock. I was like, oh, I don't have to be back on the road till three to get back to Jacksonville. Yeah cool so I'm gonna go see if I have some music in my car which I usually try to keep something on me like a book or something yeah, yeah. I had something that I had a resume and the was like perfect went in did the audition they said hey can you come back the next day I was like uh okay <laughs> sure plan on staying another night but sure yeah why not right so I came back the next day at one o'clock again did some scene work for them and they were like great thanks thanks for coming in I was like Okay. All right. <laughs> got on the road, got back to Jacksonville, and I think it was like a month later, I got a call from Robbie Hurtenstein saying, hey, we're all going to offer you a contract. And we had cruise line, principal, singing role, and I was like, yes, I'll take it, I'll take it, I'll take it. Yeah. And that's where it went from there. Did you, what were your, did you have any plans that this kind of took away from? You said it took a month. Like, No, wait. I, the, the weird thing is I never made plans. Oh, okay. Good. I, I can well, thank you for showing up to interview. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, well, when it comes to, like, I know, the next true. job, you know. Absolutely. I don't, because I, I don't know what's going to happen. Like, literally, once I finished uh, teaching and I got the call for uh, Disney, uh-huh. I went and finished my last day of school two days later. The contract rehearsals for Disney start. Finished Disney literally three days later rehearsals for In the Heights started. Wow. Finished this, and later a month later, this came along. It's been like, time has been like very on my side with this thing. So I'm hoping, I'm just going to say, I'm not going to make plans. I'm just going to go audition, show my face, do what I got to do. There you go. And hopefully something comes up. So when you get done with this boat, you got nothing that you know of. Nothing other than my dance company. I have no idea what's going to happen after that. That's amazing. Uh, Obviously, with your resume and skills, Something will happen. I hope. <laughs> maybe you'll get another, uh, maybe like a like a made for TV movie. That would be nice. Have you done other um, like acting roles I, on on film or television? I've or only done some commercials, like some Disney commercials. Mm-hmm. Um, got a little featured extra part in a Gillette commercial with um, Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter. All right. 
you know, nothing serious, but it was a fun. It was just a fun day, and it was recorded at Universal. And oh, cool. Did you get to meet? For, got to meet him. Yeah. You know, yeah. Sure. It's cool. Oh, that's awesome. All right. Uh, it, let's say that I'm a 15-year-old kid who wants to be a musical actor. What advice would you give me? Oh, wow. I say this all the time. Great. To my students. Okay. Yeah, um, perfect. And... And they look at me crazy when I say this first, but I'm like, just tell the truth. All right. And I'll say, what do you mean? And I'll say, well, you have to be honest about what you want, how you're going to get it, what are you going to do to get it, and who do you really want to be? Okay. You know, you have to be honest and upfront about where you are. How do you fit into that mold? Uh uh-huh. You know, and if you lie to yourself, then you're not being true to, to really where, where the direction can take you. Because the, the more honest you are about like, the steps you need to take, the better off you're going to be when you actually get get your hands on what it is that you're looking for. So, could you give me an example of like a, a move that would be dishonest? Like, what would I, what would I be if I'm if I'm trying to make it in the business? What what's something that would be against that? I'm just... uh, well, okay. How can I say? It? For instance, uh. You know that you're right for this certain part. Okay. You really want to... Brad Pitt's extra. <laughs> you know, you really want to work on being Brad Pitt's extra. <laughs> you know, and you know that you're right for that part. But the second you take the time to listen to somebody else and your other ear saying, no, you probably shouldn't look at that. You probably should go further back this way. Oh, I see. Why take two steps back? When you know this is, you have a really gut feeling about this is what I really want. I get you. This is where I know I need to go. Why would I go back and doubt what I'm doing? Okay. You know what I mean? Like, why why doubt the momentum that's already happening? Yeah. You know, don't don't take the steps back. Something's moving you forward. Just go with it. Mm. Now, would you... I know that, you know, there's plenty of, of actors that went to college and, and, and singers and dancers as well, and then plenty who didn't. Mm-hmm. Do you think that that was a pretty valuable experience? Do you, like... For me, it was. Uh-huh. Um, I can't say that for everybody because... Well, sure. College... I don't think college is for everybody. Yeah. You know, some people can do it, some people can't. Some people do better, but just... I have friends who left high school and went straight out and book tours right away. They didn't want to go to college. Well, that'll work. Yeah. You know, so, um, but I knew for me that I needed a little more, more nurturing and a little bit more skills in certain areas before I did. So I was, I thought education for me was the right idea, the right choice. Now, I asked a lot of uh, my guests, like, what um, what was, like, the worst day job you ever had? It sounds to me like you've been working most entertainment, like, your whole Mostly life. Mostly entertainment, yeah. I, Have you ever had was, a job as I, a civilian? I did. When I was in uh, one summer when I didn't have anything to do, uh-huh. I tried telemarketing. I hated it. <laughs> I hated every second of it. I, I yeah, you don't seem like a salesman. Everything was on commission, and I was like, I can't do this. I don't know how to talk to these people about buying a phone for this company or you know paying this kind of credit card. Or I, it was just way too much, way over my head. I was like, I, I did that for like three weeks, and I was done. <laughs> three weeks, I was done. That's probably about average for telemarketers. <laughs> I couldn't take it. I couldn't. Yeah, and that's is that the only like non entertainment job? That you had? Oh, in high school, I tried being 
a dishwasher and a waiter. Hated that. Uh huh. And that's about it. Wow. All right. Well, then my next question it might be a little difficult for you, but uh, I ask it to all my guests. Okay. If I took uh, if I took away entertainment, like there's no dance, there's no music, there's no uh, acting. It just doesn't exist anymore. And you had to be a doctor or a banker or, you know, some kind of job that is not entertaining. Is there a job that you think you could live with that you wouldn't put a knife in your face? Maybe physical therapy. Okay. Like uh, working with people who've been injured and stuff? Yeah. I think I could do that. That makes sense. And the kinesiology we were talking about yeah. earlier. All right. That actually, you've answered that as quicker than I think anyone I've ever asked. <laughs> Everyone else I asked is like, oh, God, I don't know, it sounds awful. But, yeah, good for I you. I think that will be it, yeah. Do you have anything you want to plug? Like, you have a website, you have uh, videos on the internet, um, you want people to watch? I have a website that's being built right now for my dance company, and it's coopermorgandance.org. It should be up pretty soon. coopermorgandance.org. Well, mm-hmm. this podcast probably won't go out for like three or four weeks, so okay. maybe it'll be up by then. Hopefully. Wouldn't yeah. that be nice? Uh, and you know who knows what we'll see from you and I'm going to do everything I can to track down that movie you were in (laughs) oh it's called Summertime Switch Summertime Switch yes I will be looking for clips on YouTube (laughs) it is so old so old I just want to see you as a 10th grader acting with the guy who played Michael Jackson in a movie alright well uh, Dwight thank you very much good luck to you in uh, your non-plan making future and all that Uh, thanks for coming on Living the dream. Awesome. Huge thank you to Phil Ranton, the Comedy Podcast Network. Original artwork by Tom Burns. Original music by Diana Lawrence. Drop me an email, livingthedreampodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash livingthedreampodcast. Next week's episode features professional singer, actor, even performed on Broadway, Megan Maroney. Thanks for listening. My name is Rich Baker, and this is Living the Dream. <laughs>